Coach, obviously you guys are playing some pretty good basketball right now with seven straight. What, how long did you think it was going to take to mesh these guys together? I mean, obviously you bring a lot of new pieces in all at once. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I, I never think about how long it may take. What I try to do is I try to get a feel for in the summertime, right? Like, where are we at with our relationships? Like, you know, amongst the team and then my relationships with each guy. And I thought this summer, uh, as we got into our summer workouts, our summer, you know, uh, sessions, that I was like, man, this team's got a chance to be pretty good if they can be intentional about their relationships and become a really close, connected group. Um, and then as I got to know, you know, each guy better, I was like, man, we got a chance to be pretty good, but we got to, you know, we got to put it together, you know. And so um, I don't want to sit up here and act like I knew we'd be, you know, good, you know. Uh, but I thought, i tell you this, when we came back from our UMass, the Hofstra UMass road trip, um, which wasn't a, like a, a high point of, by any means, uh, I remember saying to my wife, I said, man, we got a chance to be pretty good. You know, I said, we got a chance to be pretty good. And I guess I was right. How do you keep these guys grounded, focused on, on the task at hand? Um, I got my ways. I got my ways. But, no, but in all seriousness, like what, what I try to do um, is I try to help them see themselves um, before, you know, th those blind spots and pitfalls may happen. Uh, I've been blessed to be a part of winning before. Um, and I've been, a, I've been blessed to be a part of a group that had a chance to do something special because, you know, maybe we didn't harp on the right things as a staff or maybe they didn't listen to the things we said as a staff. We didn't reach our full potential. And so, you know, you know as I said to him before last game, we have a, a, a guy who works with us. Um, he's a friend of mine, but he's a, he's a consultant. Um, Guy is a former Navy SEAL. His name is Commander Mark McGinnis. And actually, Commander McGinnis, he said it. He goes, challenge and adversity is looking for you dudes around every corner. And while it's looking, when it finds you, you better find each other. And that's what these guys have been able to do throughout this season. They, they continue to find each other and stay connected. Coach, a couple questions. Mm -hmm. Your free throw percentage in the last two minutes of games got to be close to 90%. What is happening there that these guys are just like walking the line and they're not missing? That's a good question. It's a good stat. Um, I think more than anything, it's a testament to each and every, each and every guy. Um, they put in a lot of extra time. but And she's going to probably strangle me for doing this. <clears throat> but she's the boss. Uh, Joy Williams, who's our chief of staff, a couple weeks ago, she um, she suggested this um, free throw deal they do, they did when she was a head coach, and it's called twenty one and five, and you got five minutes to make twenty one free throws, and if you don't get to the twenty one, <coughs> however many you didn't get, you know, say say you got twenty one, say you got seventeen, well, no, I get the choice, I can either say four, or I can double it and make it eight. You know, it's up to me on how I do it. And um, we just kind of implemented that. And it's a pressure type of situation. But again, these guys are really good players and they work hard. They put, they put their time in. And I think that may have something to do with it. Coach, someone asked me, you know, 
where was the turnaround with this team? And I said, yeah, they beat Florida State, but when they beat Loyola here, a team that has been to the Final Four, all of a sudden, your conversation became, we're not the hot team, we're starting to be the consistent team. Mm -hmm. Would you say Loyola was a big stepping stone? I thought it was a, it was a step in the process, but I thought the turning point for our team was UMass. Um, you know, because we got punched in the mouth at Hofstra. And one or two things could have happened in that UMass game. Either we could have folded and got punched in the mouth and pumped at UMass, a really, I think a very good UMass team, or we were going to come to get, come together, compete, fight like we did. And I thought when that happened, and I don't, I don't know quite what their mindset was, but it was, man, if we can just, like, if we fight, we're going to give ourselves a chance. Well, then from there, what they started doing, I thought they started taking coaching a little bit better because, you know, in the UMass game, um, we had, a, we had a, a point of emphasis of playing off two feet so we could play strong and make good decisions. And we didn't do a very good job of it. And we showed them on tape. And so against Florida State, we did a great job of playing off two, took care of the ball, got easy shots. And so they, they realized if we fight together and we take coaching, we got a chance to be pretty good. With a team on this winning streak, what kind of buzz have you seen around campus? I mean, bought coffee this morning at Starbucks, you know, getting the students into this. What kind of buzz have you seen? What can you kind of expect for tomorrow night? Um, <laughs> it's a good question. Um, this is the second one. You know, it's the second win streak. And you got, as a coach, I'm, I'm trying to put blinders on. You know, I try to just be where my feet are. But the buzz that I've seen around campus, um, I see a lot more tweets after games now, um, a lot more ads on Instagram. And you start hearing people talk about our, our players. Like, the, they talk about the team, but they start talking about their favorite players now. You know, and so uh, I was today when I was at Starbucks uh, buying, buying uh, coffee for everybody, and one of the one of the students he said, uh, "Is Case and Pryor gonna come?" And I'm like, "Nah, he in class, right?" And then it was another young lady, and I hate the fact that he's sitting over there, but there she goes. Is Selton gonna be here today? <laughs> and I said, Selton's got a girlfriend. So, you know. <laughs> Threw him under the bus. <laughs> hey, I'm just, hey. Gotta call balls, balls, and strike, strike. Hey, hey. So, you know, but that that's the kind of buzz. And, and that's, that's what I think I wanted the most um, when I got this job because the student body is really important to our success. And I say to the guys all the time, man, when you're on campus, right, or in class, whatever, don't walk around with your AirPods in. You know, say hello to, say hello to your classmates. Hold the door for somebody. Invite them to a game so they know you. They're not going to be, you know, let's just call it what it is, guys. <laughs> We're in Tampa, right? I'm sure they could find two or three things to do, like, for themselves, you know, that might be a little bit more entertaining. But if they have a um, – a personal tie to one guy, two guys, three guys. Now that makes them tell their friends, hey, before we go to eat, all right, at Eulalie, let's go to the basketball game first. That's the cool thing.
looking, looking at the Charlotte tomorrow, uh, a team, you know, yeah. also vying for first place, mm -hmm. also riding a big win streak. Mm -hmm. What sticks out to you with them? Well, just like North Texas, um, Charlotte is a team, like, they, they've got DNA. You know, people forget they won, I want to say it was 20, 19 to 20 games last year. Um, and a lot of those guys are back. You know, obviously it wasn't in the American, but it, uh, this team has been together. And so when you watch them, they, uh, you can tell they've been playing together for a while because of how the ball moves. They kind of know where each guy wants the ball, their sweet spot, so on and so forth. And I think they're a lot like us. You know, they've been, I think they've been down 20 twice this year, and they don't blink. Um, I think Coach Fern's done a great job of instilling a culture of, of fighting that group, and we got to be at our best tomorrow, you know, to, to make sure, you know, we take care of home. That's the one thing it's about for us is taking care of home. We don't get so much caught up as I asked the guys the other day. Look, if it was your end goal, you know, when you started the season, if it was your end goal to be tied for first place on February 4th, raise your hand. Nobody's hands went up. So we got to stay hungry. We got to stay humble, stay focused. Can you appreciate just the, the his, historical moment that you've achieved so far when you look back at, and you hear about the history of this basketball program of you know just the fifth time that you, they've been 15 and five and it's been since 1990 they've kind of had this kind of a start. Does it kind of hit you at home that <coughs> how much basketball hasn't really arrived yet? And I promise you this is not coach speak when I answer this question. I, I, I'm happy for it. Charlie Bradley, I'm happy for Chucky Atkins, um, Jim Grantham. I'm happy for those guys because they laid the foundation for this program. I don't reflect a whole lot until, you know, middle of March, end of March, you know, once we're done playing in that four-letter tournament. Um, it's just something I won't allow myself to do because, you know, sometimes success can bring complacency, complacency can bring comfort. And, you know, as I said to the guys the other day, um, I wasn't hired to win more games than last year. We were hired to do, you know, we were hired to build a program, rejuvenate a program, and have a program that consistently wins. Um, but on top of that, I wasn't raised to just be, as Leo said earlier, to be hot. My parents, William Abdurrahim and Deboer Hester, they raised us on consistency. And everything we do, be consistent in your habits. So, um, just I'm always I'm always trying to honor God and I'm always trying to make my parents proud, and that's that's what I so I don't allow myself to reflect a whole lot. What does uh, Selton meant to this program staying around? It he's a guy who could have yeah. very um, simply put, he's he's meant everything because he's a guy that could have left, right? Um, and he's a guy that could have made it about him, right? That you know because you know think second leading scorer last year. Am I right? Third, third leading scorer last year, you know. But with, nonetheless, man, like he's a, he's a starter, you know. He's a starter, okay. And I'm just so appreciative that he's allowed me to coach him, and he's and he's trusted me, you know, in what I what we've been what we thought was best for the team, and you know we've brought him off the bench. And he hadn't complained about it one time. Like, if somebody asked me today, who's the MVP of your team? For as well as Case and Pryor's played, for as well as Chris has played, I'm, I'd say Selton Miguel. And I'm saying that in front of Chris Youngblood. 
Silk Miguel is our MVP because, again, when you're going, like you're winning, right? Naturally, everybody wants to hear their name said. Naturally, everybody wants a little bit of limelight. But to these guys' credit, um, they, they, they said it themselves, and we don't care who gets the credit. So, again, he's meant everything because in a, in a, in a environment, in a world where, like, everything is so individualized for these guys, he could have made it about himself. And he could have, and he could have been, you know, he could have had an argument. People would have been like, yeah. Especially when Jose was out and he was starting, he could have easily been like, Coach, man, I've been shooting 50, 48 from three, this from two. Man, no, I should be starting. You're right. But, like, I, he hits me on my chest. Coach, I trust you, whatever you want. Coach, your, your team has shown a great ability to forget what happened the previous game. You spoke about it yep. when you, you talked to us after the Memphis game. Mm -hmm. Somebody pat you on the back. Forget about it. you yep. got a game coming up in 24, 48 hours. Right. Same thing uh, after Hofstra then, right? You were able to flush that. That's Had to. no easy thing for a team that hasn't played that much together, though. Right. Looking at the next game and not in the rearview mirror at all. Well, that, that starts in the summer. All right. We, uh, they have a, a pretty strenuous regimen in the summer, strength and conditioning-wise. And our our strength and conditioning coach, uh, Cody DeQuitz, he does a great job, you know, like built, like kind of instilling, helping me instill culture. You know, we talk about it all the time. And I could say Cody, I could go from Cody to Jess Larson and Joel and Ron, like academics. No, like it's nowhere they can go within our program on campus and hide or have poor habits because they know everybody in those spots that are in charge of those spots, this is what coach expects. And so in the summertime, we do these things called Friday road games. And I think I may have mentioned it before, but we'll find somewhere on campus. It might be somewhere like within, you know, within Tampa. And Coach Cody, he'll take them out there. He'll set up some kind of ridiculous obstacle course. <laughs> and during those road games, we're, we're telling them, hey, this is like you're going to be on the road, or it might be a home game, right? But it's not about what happens. It's about how you respond. They might only have 10 seconds to carry a 50 pound med ball from this end of Castor Beach on campus to this end. And the med ball might drop. I, like, we ain't worried. If it drops, you better pick it up and keep going. If you go, but it dropped, nobody cares what happened. It's about how you responded. And they've done a great job of of uh, kind of building on that that mindset of it's not what happens, but how you respond, good or bad. Well, now that he's here, how would you describe Coach? Uh, he's, he's one of a kind. Now, he's really more than a coach. He's a life leader and just a good leadership that I can just look at every day and, like, this is how I should be when I get older, maybe when I have kids or when I maybe want to coach or whatever I want to do in life, he shows you how to lead. That's crazy. I, I never really thought about that because, like Coach was saying, like you don't really have time to reflect during the season. So, man, it's been pretty cool. But I mean, it's what you expect. It's what you work hard for. So, man, it's just a testament to all all, all our work. Did you know when you came with, with Coach uh, from Kennesaw that it was going to come together this quickly? Uh, no, like. 
I wasn't really focused on how quickly it was going to come together. I was just taking it day by day, just building a culture. And then when you do that and just take it day by day, just put one foot in front of the other, that's usually how it works out, man. You just realize you win so many games in a row. You go this month without losing one or two games, like, and then you get lost in it. Can you point to one factor maybe why you guys have come together and have played well as a team? It's really not one. It's really coming together as a group and understanding the end goal. Like, one thing I thought about last week, man, because, like, this might be a new group, but we have, we got, like Coach always says, we got Kaysen Pryor, he's been to the tournament. Kobe Knox, he's been to the tournament. B. Stroud, and then Jose, he's older. So we got a lot of experience on this team. We might not – like, we're new as a team, but we've seen – we play a lot of games, like, individually as a team. So, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to piggyback on Kevin's question there. The only people that expected to be here right now was the guys in your locker room. Correct. Is it us against the world? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. That's how we think of it. That's how we stay so close because on the road, it's literally us against the whole arena. So, man, we just like through the good and bad, we make sure we stay together because the one time you, the one time you splinter, that's when things usually go bad. So the most important part, through good and bad, is just stay together. And how important is it? It's usually a different guy every night. It's not the same guy stepping up. You got different guys stepping up. How big is that as a team? That's one of the biggest things that um, like makes us so dangerous. Because, like, as you all know, Casey uh, Pryor, he started off the conference hot, like super hot. And then teams started locking in on him, and that freed me up a little bit. Jose had a few big games. Kobe Knott's been balling. And, but I feel like the most important part was like, even non-conference. Selton, he was big time for us. And then they ended up opening Casey Pryor up. So you really just can't shut us down. Like you can't just stop one person. You gotta worry about everybody. So it's important that you guys are able to hit the three collectively. It's it's not, you know, one guy's got the hot hand from, from outside the arc, but but you guys have been really good from the three point range. Yeah, that just comes from like like saying, not worry about who gets the credit, just making the right play every time because and most of the time we got five people that can hit a three pointer at a high rate on the court at one time. So it's just moving the ball, just making the right play and then usually you get pretty good quality looks. His friend Stroud has been a major impact the last few games. Obviously, you know him well. What have you seen in terms of his development here? He maybe didn't have quite the impact early in the season, but what, what have yeah. you seen as he's become kind of the guy here? It's funny you say that because I was literally thinking he did the same thing last year. Like He started off like the season, like he was playing all right, but like once conference hit, it's like it's just a different level for him. And I'm like, why do you do this every single year, dude? Like. <laughs> Like, like he's playing out his mind right now. You, like he's a, like you might not see it in the stat sheet, but if you watch the game, like he's he's the game changer. Like he'll have four points and thirteen rebounds and five like five steals. I'm like, why do you always wait? He said, I don't know, man. But but yeah, like he, he's big time. Like he's playing. He's been one like he's been player of the game for most of our games the past week or two. Yeah, that's funny. Like, I don't even remember that. Like, I don't know. How, I don't remember how bad we were shooting back then. It had been bad, but yeah, it's just like I, the confidence of our team because we know we're some good shooters. So, like, regardless if we're hitting or not, we're gonna hit shots regardless. And
Yeah, so like that's part of the, that's one of the biggest reasons why we're so successful on the road recently because we got people that have experience and know like on the road, man, this is how it is. You not some calls might not go your way, so you can't really blink. You can't really you don't, you don't have time to give energy towards the refs or the crowd or just put your head down, hold your hand. Like you ain't got time for all that. You just next play mentality. You don't blink and. You stay focused on the game, control the controllables, and yeah. Chris, we see you a lot with, with Jaden, you know, counseling him on the court, work, working him through things. I believe he's your roommate, so you're yeah. pretty tight. So what, what kind of responsibility do you feel? To, I mean, obviously, coach guides him too, but you seem like you, you know, you're kind of like the co-coach with him in a way. Yeah, like Jaden, like people don't understand about him. Like in high school, he was a, he was a killer. I mean, he's still a killer, but – like I, I got had to tell him the other night, man. You're not gonna like some nights you might score two points, but your impact is bigger than scoring. And I feel like he's just now realizing that, like, man, I'm just just here to play for my teammates and just play hard, play your heart out, play and play defense. Like, do what you can do, control. So, like, and he he gets down on himself sometimes because his, his expectations for himself is so high. I'm like, you're a freshman in college, like. You're gonna have some bad games. You're gonna suffer, like you have a lot to learn. So just, just keep your head up no matter what. Cause I don't want to see it. I don't want to see you down on yourself. You can be down on yourself in here, but don't show it. Chris, what's the biggest adjustment you've had to undertake here at USF? Whatever it may be, maybe it's basketball, maybe it's not. The biggest adjustment, I would say, it's kind of similar to Kennesaw, to where, to understanding like. I draw a lot of attention on the court, but also I got a lot of other teammates that draw a lot of attention. So don't really worry about scoring as much. Just let it come to you. Because some nights, it's just not going to be my night. I'm like, But it will be selfish of me to just hang my head. So let's like, say it's not my night. Man, I'm finna be the hardest playing dude on defense. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do something hard. I'm, not gonna, I'm just not going to be out there. So that's probably one of the biggest adjustments. But I wouldn't even call that an adjustment. That's just, just being a player. Mentality. Yeah, it is a mentality. Obviously, there's still a lot of big basketball games left in the season. But uh, Coach, does, how does he keep you grounded? Yeah, you kind of went out of practice. You, you'll find out real quick. <laughs> you'll find out real quick. But just like you said, like he'll ask a question, man. If your end goal begin the season was to be tied for first and on February 4th, raise your hand. So just understanding, just not getting complacent because this is cool and all, but this is not the end goal, like at all. Like nowhere close to it. Like we can be sitting here four and five, but we're still trying to win a championship. Because like the end of, once the tournament starts, everybody has a pretty equal opportunity to win a championship. So knowing that and just staying paranoid, and that's, that's, that's how it is. There's been a lot more parity in the last few years uh, in college basketball across the board. You saw the Final Four last year. Exactly. So, yeah, so saying, if you kind of look at it that, this way, this why not us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, man, like just having the confidence, and we got a, a good group, and we in a pretty good conference. So, man, we 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 take care of this conference, man. Got some good confidence going into the uh, four letter tournament. How do you define staying paranoid? Uh, for me, it's it's like, see, I was talking to my dad about this. Like, my dad, like, what do you mean staying paranoid? And I was like, man, you can't, you can't enjoy yourself, like enjoy some wins. You can enjoy wins, but you got to just always think you're doing something wrong. Like, you might be playing great, but if you just stay in paranoia and be like, oh, I'm always looking for something to improve, 
and versus looking at the stuff you're doing good, just pay attention to stuff you're doing bad, and just keep on striving for that perfection. Uh, I would say that's staying paranoid. Is it, is it related to the headphones on? I mean, not around campus, as Coach said, but when you when yeah. Yeah, you get you, on on, right? yeah, you have to because if you just keep on listening to all the good stuff you're doing, like as a human, you're going as a human nature, you're going to feel good, get comfortable, get complacent. You're one of the few guys uh, on this team that has the perspective of, of seeing what this team was last year and, and now just the transition. And what, what has stood out to you the most about maybe just the difference in, in just the, the culture, but the, the, the confidence in, in, in these basketball games and being able to compete at a high level? Uh, definitely start off. Um, the culture, like Coach Amir and the whole staff brought another different energy and never culture here at USF. <clears throat> we started from there. And just like how we became together from the summer to now, how we respect each other on, on the court, how we became together, um, just like respect each other on different type of level of like understand when somebody's down, how I'm going to pick up, how I'm going to talk to him. So just different type of level, just understand each other because on the court and off the court, we all got different – uh, responsibilities, you know, and um, different um, uh, personalities. Yeah, so like just understand each other, and that's why it makes us different on and off the court. You've seen, uh, obviously, coaches is big about community and trying to draw in the community to have interest in, in this program and, and get behind you guys. How much have you seen change just in the, in the last year? Oh, definitely a lot of change, man. <laughs> the man was on the phone. <laughs> Uh, South Florida, so I was making videos, just trying to bring the community together and everything. Go out of his way to like uh, do things for the community, just like he did this morning. Go to uh, Starbucks and things like that. So like, no, no offense, but the coaches last year didn't do that. So like, it's just a different type of energy that he brings to bring the community together. So that's why USF is too. You've seen the, uh, the, the school come wrap around you guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Even more, like we went in and you know, like he said, put the headphones on. Everybody going to try to give the good energy and everything, but just, you know, you got to keep winning, to be honest. You played nine conference games. I think seven, possibly eight, have all been down to the wire. Makes a team tournament tested. How important is that to win these close games? It's definitely important because all the games going to be close because it's, it's a good league. And then we've been tested. We've been down 20 against Memphis. We've been in games. We was down half time, but we became together. Just like... Next play mentality, each and every game, each and every position, especially on the road because it's just 15, 20, 20 people against the whole gym, the whole whole environment, just next play mentality the whole last, time. Last home game, pretty good crowd. Nine o'clock game coming up tomorrow night. Wouldn't it be nice to walk out there and see that place packed? Not for sure. That's what we're looking forward to that. Um, I think we did enough to deserve that in Tampa, so we're just looking forward to that. Be nice to have a home court advantage like that, wouldn't it? For sure. Against that backdrop, Selton, how rewarding has this season been for you so far, especially after what you went through last year where things did not work out too well? Uh, it's definitely been special. Um, not just because we're winning, but it's because, like, the group of guys, I got I got to do that every day. Got a special coach, man. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good, to be honest, yeah. You told us about that, you know, you were not a starter at first, and Bother you? Uh, did it bother you for a couple of minutes? I mean, take us through your your, your perspective. The whole. <laughs> I mean, start off on the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, to be honest, not really because, like, coach, when he got here and then he saw me playing, like, he knew what kind of play he was getting. 
And then he told me, just trust me, like, I will let you, like, play your basketball. So, like, I always trust him. Since the first game, I came off the bench, I didn't say anything, and he just let me play, let me play. So, like, it's been a trust in there, for sure. As a player, of course, like, sometimes, like, I, but at the same time, you got to have a trust. And then there's the trust that's going to pay off. So. Well, can you kind of paraphrase the conversation when you found out you'd be starting that? Uh, <laughs> I think Jose got hurt, and then... Um, Coach was like, let's let's let's. I think let's try this lineup. How see how it goes. So I think we still won, and then this was the, the good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but everything been good so far. You could have easily left last year. You know, the door was open for that. Uh, when Coach called you up, what was it that he said to you that convinced you you wanted to be here? Uh, I think as soon as he got the job, I think he was getting on the plane to Tampa. He called me. It was like probably twelve or one one o'clock in the morning. So a name, a name from a number from a line. I was like, who is this? So then I was like, uh, I was a deep voice. <laughs> so I already knew who it was. Which <laughs> was like, uh, just make sure like I see what kind of player you are and things like that. Just make sure you you don't leave. It's gonna be a good special year for us if you stay. And I trust him. I was like, let 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 him get to Tampa. We can talk in person and everything. So from there it was just like, why not? You knew from that, that yeah. conversation. Yeah, from there, it, was, it would be special. Yeah. So early in the season, you had some games that didn't go very well at all, Central Michigan and Maine, and lost a couple on the road. You were 2-4, and four, and then things turned around. Coach just said, you know, at that point, some teams splinter. You guys could have splintered. Why did you not splinter? Why did you guys keep moving forward, and how, how have you moved on from that? Um, because, um, like, uh, see what I mentioned, we had a couple guys that already played college basketball, and uh, we know college basketball is not easy to win. Uh, we could have definitely split it up and everybody got their way, but like, like at the same time, we needed those losses to like come together. So like those losses, we needed them earlier to come together, and then we just never like put our heads down and trying to like just come day by day with different mentality. Like it don't matter the results from that game, but we gonna come next game, next play, next practice with different mentality. That's why you got us here.